What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 165 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the climate denial resurgence episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Annie Kelly, Julian Fields, and Travis View. The UK is currently facing a unique problem. As you know, the countries of the world recently solved global warming by letting Elon Musk replace their governments with Neuralink-enabled chimps. Meanwhile, Annie and her island folk seem to be ignoring signs of climate catastrophe and maybe even backpedaling at top speed into denialism. So when Annie hit me up to propose a topic, uh, I think this time it was, did the nether wallop twink murders stoke royal imposter syndrome? (laughs) I asked her to cover something a little more substantive and grim instead. The return of pretending climate change simply doesn't exist. It's not happening. So I, I have only one question. Annie, what hast thou wrought? Wow, I can't believe you're bullying a COVID victim like this. Nobody is safe. Nobody no is safe in yeah. this in this recording booth. Yeah, what I meant by that was like, uh, welcome back, Annie. Um, <laughs> you know, I hear you recently had COVID. That that's obviously terrible. And uh, how are you recovering? Um, thank you, Julian. Yeah, no, I'm recovering very well. Um, one thing I didn't know about myself is that I'm actually the bravest little soldier. Um, and I've really proven that to myself, I think, with this COVID recovery. Yeah, and he's just being at home in her apartment, just being a little guy. Just being a little guy. <laughs> I've just been being a little dude. <laughs> what shows, what shows you've been watching, you know, to, to pass the time uh, while bedridden? Oh, you guys are really going to make fun of me for this, actually. No, no, we won't. I've been watching Love is Blind too. okay? <laughs> so, um... Actually, I found this really great, really healing documentary on Amazon Prime, which is about the Bible. Um, every episode, <laughs> oh, beauty. <laughs> beauty. Every episode is like a different sort of British celebrity. Um, they're like, you know, investigating a different aspect of the Bible. So they've got like Exodus, Jesus, Moses, all mm-hmm. of this kind of stuff. My favorite episode was they got um, Jerry Adams, the former leader of Sinn Féin, the IRA uh, sort of linked political party in, the, in Ireland. Uh, they got him to like investigate, uh, yeah, the story of Jesus and go to Jerusalem and stuff like that. It was it was really cool. It really really healed me. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting interesting stuff uh, around Jesus and you know the the three years I think before he sort of emerged as this you know religious figure. You know what did he do in his life? What was he doing? What was mm. he thinking? Oi, Jesus, was he a mank? <laughs> <laughs> Climate denial resurgence. A very warm welcome to you, gracious listener. Before I get into today's episode, I thought it might be worth clearing the air. The more perceptive among you may have noticed some acrimony between Julian and I on the last few episodes I've appeared on. (laughs) This is not, as many of you might think, just usual podcast banter, but actually dates back to an ancient European blood feud from the 10th century, when my revered ancestor, Lord Kelly of Grislington-upon-Sea, launched an ill-fated holy war against the field people, a fearsome <laughs> pagan tribe. Some say they were Gallic. <laughs> Julian and I have tried to put aside our differences for the sake of the podcast, but some scars are just too old to heal. Recently, Julian has taken to trying to provoke me with critiques of my work for this show, 
saying it's too dark and giving all our listeners depression. <laughs> well, as my nation's favourite demonic girl boss once famously said, the lady's not for turning. Every time Julian complains about my episode topics, I vow to only make them worse. Mm -hmm. And that's why today I've chosen everyone's favourite, light-hearted, laugh-a-minute topic of climate change to present to you all. You know who to thank. You. <laughs> Specifically, I'm talking about climate denial, because in the last six months I've noticed something of a vibe shift on the right and in conspiracy circles. And I suspect that it probably points us to where both of those networks are going next. While the main topic of interest for those camps, and indeed everyone at the moment, is the war in Ukraine, I've got something of a hunch that eventually climate denial is going to get big again, and soon. And in this episode, I'll take you through why. In the UK, the face of British Euroscepticism, Nigel Farage, has recently announced he's launching a campaign against net zero, the government's decarbonisation policy which seeks to reduce our country's net carbon emissions to zero by the year 2050. Yeah, don't, don't be in too much of a hurry. Me? No, 2050. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. Thank you. <laughs> We're in the heart of England. We're here in Dudley. Now, I've been to Dudley before. I was here in 2016 campaigning in the referendum on a joyous, sunny day and what fun it was. And I knew, I knew that Dudley was going to vote Brexit and probably vote Brexit in quite a big way. And so it did. And then I came back to Dudley in 2019 when it appeared that all was lost. And yet we managed to get it back on track uh, and a pretty amazing vote that took place here for the Brexit party. And Dudley a bellwether, really of what's happened in this country. A Labour voting town that went for Brexit, felt let down with the Labour Party in London, and then, with one or two of them voting for me in the middle, then voted Conservative in a very, very big way. Now, not just a Conservative Member of Parliament, but a council with a big Conservative majority. So Dudley literally is at the heart of our national debate. And I'm just wondering where Dudley is on what I think is a new, huge debate facing this country. It's the aim for us to be net zero, carbon neutral, by 2050. The question is, you see, not whether we want to live in a cleaner, better, nicer environment, but what's it going to cost and who's going to pay the bill? Now, Philip Hammond, former Chancellor, said it was going to cost a trillion pounds to get to net zero. Other estimates I've read by academics think it could be three trillion. These numbers, of course, are pie in the sky. What it really means is for every household in Dudley and around the country, the cost of going to net zero is going to be tens of thousands of pounds per household between now and 2050. And whilst it may be a laudable aim, you have to ask yourself, why should these good folk be paying the cost of this when China are building between 50 and 100 new, massive coal-fired power stations every single year? So... Is it worth going for net zero? What is the cost of net zero going to be? Is the cost of net zero worth it? Please, you at home can respond, farage at gbnews.uk. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. 
For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.